Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and today's episode is the second in a series all about the different email marketing software options out there. The first one I did was about ActiveCampaign. Um, that was a couple of weeks ago, and now it's all about ConvertKit. I'll be dropping one of these episodes every two to three weeks, so you'll still get your other email marketing goodness, but I felt it was important to include a deeper dive on each of the more popular email marketing software choices, um, so you can learn a little bit more about them, and also if you're using ConvertKit or something different, um, you can get some of my special insights into how to get the most out of it. So if you do want more guidance, though, about what the best email marketing software is for you, make sure to check out episode five, where I break down what criteria you should be looking at when making your choice. I also have a ton of extra resources and a worksheet available at yalekeown.com forward slash software. But let's get stuck in and talk all things ConvertKit. I actually used ConvertKit when I first started my online business, and I actually absolutely loved it. Um, It was very easy to use. And for me, it was a great starter software. As I mentioned in the previous um, one in the series, I now use ActiveCampaign. And I did make the switch for a a number of reasons. Um, A big one being that I wanted a lot more automation capabilities. Um, Back at the time, I wrote a blog post about it, which you can find um, a link to in the show notes. So make sure to check that out. It's just called um, why I made the switch from ConvertKit to ActiveCampaign. But since then, I have continued to support ConvertKit um, for email experience members, and I've also helped implement it for many clients. I've worked with a whole range of different scenarios, and I'm glad to say it has just continued to get better. So this isn't going to be an episode where where I talk about, oh, okay, why ActiveCampaign is a lot better than ConvertKit. Absolutely not. But of course, with anything, there are pros and cons and different sorts of businesses and different sorts of people. So I'm going to break that down uh, first and conclude with some tips about how to get the most out of it. So who is ConvertKit for? Well, ConvertKit has been designed specifically with digital content creators in mind. So therefore, it has been helped created to suit these types of businesses. So it's a huge focus on like list building and lead generation and automation and welcome sequences. Um, And their tagging system makes it super easy to speak to your audience in different ways. So really, if you are a digital course creator, you have a membership, you want to sell eBooks, or it is also great for service-based businesses too, um, especially if you're delivering your services online, it's really been built with that sort of business in mind. Um, And recently, actually, they've added the ability to sell products through their commerce platform, which is brilliant for anyone who wants to start selling like eBooks, courses or services, but doesn't have a third party platform and doesn't want to um, set up. So you just um, something else. All you have to do is create a Stripe account, create your products, including recurring ones in ConvertKit and Um, organize it that way, which is great. And since they have their own landing pages, you could almost set up your entire business just on ConvertKit. So you can focus on that lead generation and getting your first sales before you even go down the rabbit hole of creating a website and doing all of that other stuff. Um, I'm also glad to say that now, not when I was using it, but now um, you can have start using ConvertKit on the free plan. Um, So they have this free tier um, where you can start to build your list and just send your regular campaigns. However, 
you won't have automation capabilities um, on that level. So if you do want automations, which you will after um, you've got the basic setup, you will need to be on their creator plan. But that starts from like nine bucks US a month. So it's become so much more affordable. Okay, so summary, it's for digital content creators. Um, so if you deliver your content digitally, I will definitely be looking at ConvertKit as an option for you. Okay, let's get stuck in to my top three pros. The first one is it is simple to use. It is great if you are starting out and you are overwhelmed by this tech. It just There's something just really intuitive about it. You can go in and just start creating without feeling like you need a systems degree. So you can just create your first sign-up page, set up your freebie to deliver, and start sending emails. The email builder itself is very basic. It's not even drag and drop. So you can't go too wrong with a design. So um, as far as that's concerned, if you are worried about tech and thinking things are going to be overwhelming, ConvertKit is a great starter option for you. The second pro is um, maybe not the sexiest feature, but something that I actually really like, and that is their double opt-in and GDPR capabilities. Um, so ConvertKit has actually made this feel just a lot more seamless for you. So if you're not familiar with double opt-in, that's where someone signs up, then they get sent an email and you have to click a link in that email before they're actually officially confirmed and added to your list. Normally, I recommend you have this turned off and in ConvertKit, you can choose which way you want to go, but they have set up a great incentive email feature where for any form or lead page of theirs, if you want to add an incentive email, you can change what happens when they click that email. So normally that confirmation email will say, please hit confirm to confirm your subscription. You can't even change the words. In this one, you can change the words and you can change what that confirmation button does. You can even make it so that to, to when they click it, that's what downloads their freebie. So you can just simply change the words to confirm and download and it's just connected to it to their PDF file or whatever else. So that is brilliant. They also have um, great GDPR options. So if you're not familiar with GDPR, this is a privacy protection um, rule that's in um, uh, that affects the European Union. But even if you're not in the EU, you need to should be able to show you know, explicit consent for someone signing up to your list. So what ConvertKit has done is when someone first signs up, it will detect their, you can, you can change it so that it will detect their IP address and where they are and then only show people in the European Union um, their, the second screen which says, do you want to get our emails? Um, so that is a great option as well. So they've really just made it seamless, still getting those double opt-in requirements and making sure your list quality is really, really high, um, but just made it feel just like part of the thing instead of this clunky thing that people need to click in and out of a ton of different things. Okay, the third pro is, of course, automations. Now, ConvertKit has a full range of ways you can build automations, and you might look at it and get like a little bit confused at first, but because there are multiple layers, it can just make it really, really simple. So the first one is rules. Um, so I normally would use these for like one step things. So like someone clicks a link and then they get a tag added. Um, welcome sequences. Um, I love those. Um, and I'll talk about them in a minute. And visual automations. Um, so there's all different levels here. But what I love is you can do the simple ones with rules, welcome sequences are then your emails, and then your visual automations just put all the pieces together. So you can actually work with only having a, a few um, visual automations rather than a lot in other software. 
And I absolutely love that when it comes to um, sequences, so email sequences, you can edit all of them from one screen. So you just simply keep switching between each emails. So every other software, but you have to do one email, wait while it saves, um, then go to the next email, click through to edit, change that one, then wait till it saves. But with ConvertKit, you can just keep skipping between the emails. You can jump back and forth. Oh, it is just so nice and easy, that screen. I really wish more um, software would adopt that thing. So that's what I really like about ConvertKit in a nutshell. It's just really to get um, easy to get set up and going. And even the automations aren't that complicated and really nice to use. Now for the cons. And a lot of these cons are because of those pros. So you're really working um, with different, it's just, you know, the way things are built underneath. The first one though, is that it is only one list. ConvertKit has been built on the foundation of having a one list philosophy. So that means you can, it's only literally one list of subscribers, but then you can identify subgroups using segments and tags. So this can work really well if you have a very simple setup. But what I found over time when I was using it and introducing a whole bunch of different lead magnets and different products, and I was trying different things in my business, business, so I had lots and lots of different groups of people, it came became a bit of a mess. Now, looking back on it, there are definitely ways in which I could have made it um, better and made it simpler for myself. Um, but moving to active campaign meant that I really I could really have distinct lists and groups of people that I could just visually see. And it's just like the way I like to think. And you might, it might not matter so much to you rather than, um, you know, having you relying on tags and having like a hundred different tags. Um, so you just need to think a little bit about that. It can be a little bit overwhelming um, over time, but if you're just starting out and you've only got a couple of lead magnets and only a few products, it's not that um, full on. But having that one list could be a limitation down the track. The other thing is the basic emails. So the plus here is ConvertKit have really put a lot of effort into deliverability. So deliverability meaning the chances of your emails hitting the inbox versus spam. So that is great. And a key, but a key component of this has meant that they keep their email builder really, really clean and simple and very basic. So it's come a long way in recent years before you could only really add like one image, you know, you couldn't even have buttons, um, but now you can have buttons and some content snippets, which are another great feature, by the way, um, and just make this really clean built email, but it's not a drag and drop builder. You can, you, there's no fat, big fancy templates unless you want to go buy them and get the HTML code. Um, so it doesn't have like big content blocks, but it is really easy to use and it does make deliverability um, great. But if you're someone who's like, I want lots of images, I want it really, really beautifully visually designed, ConvertKit probably isn't the one for you. And the other limitation, the third con um, that I found with ConvertKit is they have limited custom fields. So you can add as many custom fields as you want, but they can only be text-based fields. So you can't really use them for categorizing subscribers, for example. So one of the strategies I love to use is that when someone first signs up, they can choose an option. Are you beginner, intermediate, advanced? Um, or, you know, do you, which software do you use? Or like e-commerce services or digital products? And I've been able to do that because I can have a drop-down field. With ConvertKit, you can't do that. Perhaps if you used a third-party form builder and then integrated it using tags, you could. But within the software, it's not built in. Another, They also don't have date-based custom fields. So not only can that mean you can't really ask someone for like their birth date on sign-up, but you can't, um, you know, 
import data from other software like your booking system to say, okay, when was the last time they booked in with you? And then you can't, therefore, you can't build automations of anything like that. So that is a limitation. Um, however, you, there are quite a few workarounds with tags, so it might not be important for you. But it is if you are thinking that you need to have something like that in there, it might not work out. Okay, but overall, I actually really, really enjoy it. So what are some tips to get the most out of it? My first tip is to keep it clean by using a naming convention for your tags and if you have lots of products for your products too. So that means grouping all your lead magnets together, all your webinars together and just having a really great naming convention so that you're not limited by that one list feature. Everything is easy for you to find and identify. Um, tip number two is to use rules for one-step automation. So as I mentioned, like if someone clicks a certain link or visits a certain page, then they get a certain tag added. But then use the visual automation builder at the highest level. So um, your visual automation builder is almost like grouping like the big picture stuff together and the rules um, and sequences are doing it more the micro level. So that means your visual automation is almost like this high level bird's eye view of how everything flows together, which is just really, really nice. Um, tip three, if you are for this one specifically for WordPress users, but if you are a WordPress user and you're using ConvertKit as well, please make sure you have the plugin. Um, not only does this mean you can track website visitors. So when someone, you can, there's a little box at the bottom of each page or post, we can say if someone views this, then add this ConvertKit tag. And then you can do all sorts of things based on the information with automations or just campaigns. Um, but you can also overwrite a full page to one of ConvertKit's lead page templates. So if your website builder doesn't have like a blank page template or something you're not happy with in terms of getting signups, you can actually go build a page in um, ConvertKit itself and then just choose it um, within WordPress settings, say just ignore all the content on this page and replace it with this ConvertKit page, which is really, really cool. And the finally tip, final tip is to make sure you're integrating it with your booking software or your purchasing software, if of course you're not using the ConvertKit Commerce, um, so you can identify who was purchased and who hasn't. So add tags and categorize all these subscribers so you can talk to people in different ways based on if they've purchased from you or not. Um, so this might be a direct integration. Many, much, A, a lot of software does um, directly integrate, but um, another thing is you might just end up needing to use a Zapier for this. So overall, I think ConvertKit is really, really amazing. It's really, really intuitive. I think it is great if you're a digital um, content creator um, and especially if you're just starting out with that sort of thing because you can get a lot done um, using this powerful piece of software and it won't be too overwhelming for you. If you want more guidance on how to best set up your ConvertKit, including all the tutorials you need, um, you can find this all inside the email experience, which is my online email marketing membership that helps you serve your subscribers with open-worthy emails, surprisingly simple automation and offers that sell. And in fact, I've actually done a complete re-record of the tutorials within the last month. That was a big undertaking, but they are all up to date um, and amazing and just going to make life so much easier. And I've actually also created a quick setup guide. So you can just have like a quick, like go through some checklists, grab my screenshots of how I've set up my automations or sorry, or how I recommend automations are set up. Um, and so you can just copy and it's done. So you can get um, join the waitlist um, to join the email experience anytime at yaokeon.com forward slash experience. I would love to see you in there. 
Um, but that said, thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about um, or even which software you want me to cover next. So please um, let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown, all one word, and I'll see you in the next episode.